And I think a sense of humor is something that really intrigued me from an early age. I mean, growing up with an Afrikaans father, who was a fabulous man, a very, very nice, funny, warm a musician, pianist. My mother from Berlin, uh, also a concert pianist, so I grew up with music. Mozart was my best friend. I didn't know he was dead. <laughs> How can he be dead? The music is still there. And you know, when I think back, I, th I am thankful for my parents and for the friends that surrounded me, their friends, who always allowed me to sit in on conversations. They never said to me, Peter, you must, you're a child. You must go to mm. bed. They said, sit here as long as you like. Just don't talk. Listen. Um, I'd listen for about 20 minutes and go and listen to Springbok Radio, you know, Mark <laughs> Saxon and all those serials. And I think my roots were very much in in the comfort zone of family life and to this day I, st I still think everything starts with family if we're looking at reconciliation in our country we start with family it all starts at home and I encourage children to talk to their parents knowing that their parents are sometimes too scared to talk to their children I have a sister Tessa and she's another pianist I, I, all these pianists um, living in London working there and uh, it's always nice to know that there's a, another balance in my family. She's got also a great sense of humor and a very good actress. We used to do some shows together in the old days. One show was called Ice Creams with Hot Chocolate Sauce. And Toko <laughs> and Chinga joined us and was the hot chocolate sauce mm. in the days when it was illegal for black people to act on stage with white people. Isn't that crazy? When you say that to it people is. today, when you say to children today, they say, yes. well, I'm in Darling with my kids, with my community kids, and uh, we have the Darling Trust, which has a, a piano school, uh, and every term we do a little concert so that little Jojas can do what they've learned for their mothers and their grannies. And I sit there with the kids, and, and I, have a, I have a display of things that make you smile or laugh or cry about where we come from. Some of them are the apartheid signs. It's a little museum, or well, I call it a nauseam. And there's one small little sign that says whites only. And this little girl, she's nine. She sits next to me while we're waiting for one of the kiddies to go to the toilet before they play the piano. She says, Peter, what's that sign? Except it says whites only. Yeah, man, I can read. What is, what is, where is that from? I said, it's an apartheid sign. No, oh, it's so small. I said, yes, that was on, on a park bench. Oh, that was on a park bench. So that park bench meant that only white people could sit on the park bench. So a colored person like me can't sit on the bench? No, because of the sign. Who's going to stop me? I said, no, darling, you're in a democracy. You can sit anywhere you like, but don't forget, not so long ago, me and your parents couldn't sit on that bench because of that sign. She said, was that apartheid? Hell, you people were mad. Isn't that interesting? It is. We were mad. Mm. And apartheid was stupid, but people died. Let us never underestimate how powerful words, the K word, for example, mm. can be to destroy somebody's dignity. And I would like so much for us to diffuse words of the, from, of the power of destruction. Words are descriptive. Words are not weapons. And that's my comedy. You know, my comedy is more the humor of taking that weapon of humor and making you forget that you're laughing at something you don't want to think about.